The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests, and do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of the Hartford or its affiliates. You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by the Hartford. Welcome back to the Small Biz Ahead podcast. Today we have a new question from an old questioner. This is Lori from East Hampton, Massachusetts, wrote in two questions. So we answered her first question last week, and we're going to answer. This is her the one that's gloating over the Patriots win. No, right? this is the no, one that's the, that was right? you. <laughs> she's the one that's like arrogantly walking around with all these world championships. Just because she's from Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes, just because she's from Massachusetts, and she thinks. She could just, not just one, but listen, I'm Lori from Massachusetts. I'm going to ask two questions, right? This because is a good I'm question. I'm a champion, and I deserve that extra question. That's what she's thinking. This is a, we, all of the All you guys in Phillies, you want Philly, you have one, you have nothing. You have one Super Bowl championship. You just won the Super Bowl yes, last so what? year. It was like one in like 80 years or whatever. So people from Philadelphia can ask one question. Yeah. Lori can ask two. With all people of from Massachusetts can ask two. Fine. That's true. Fine. Fine. Okay. After we hear from our sponsor and Gene is done ranting, we will be back with Lori's second question, which is about customers that don't pay. This podcast is brought to you by The Hartford. When the unexpected strikes, The Hartford strikes back for over 1 million small business customers with property, liability, and workers' compensation insurance. Check out The Hartford Small Business Insurance at thehartford.com. We're back. This is Lori from East Hampton's question. And as a reminder, she owns a machine shop. And here's her question. We have a customer that owes $3,100 and is not responding to my emails. The account is more than eight months overdue. What is the most cost effective way to collect this money? There is a possibility that we might want to do business with this person in the future. So I don't want to sever the relationship completely. But on the other hand, do I really want to keep a bad customer? This is a great question because I feel like this is something you've dealt with before. Probably a lot of business owners have dealt with this. The most cost-effective way, because I've, I've done some research, if you go to like Models, you can buy like a baseball bat for like 78 bucks. <laughs> and you want to get an aluminum one that's got a lot of heft to it, right? And then you, right? you can figure out what to do from there. Because that is what you feel like doing, isn't it? I mean... This customer has not paid Lori eight months now. They were thirty one hundred dollars. A lot of money. Yeah. I mean, and they haven't been for eight months. I would be out of my skull if yeah. that was if that was the case. Now, by the way, she actually seems pretty calm about it. She does. I mean, I would have a lot of profanity in this message, and, I, <laughs> I, and there is nothing worse when you run a when you run a business because it's you know it happens to me. It's you know. You do the work, these people aren't paying, and, and it's just... Does this still happen to you? Yeah, it does. Um, it does. I've become a lot smarter about it. This podcast is something to get a lot smarter about. Really? You know, a lot more draconian about it. But this is... It looks... We can talk about how to prevent it. We can talk about outsourcing the collection, all that. But the bottom line is this. She's in this situation. Yeah. Somebody owes... So, so right now, you're listening to this podcast. Somebody owes you money, whether it's 100 bucks or three grand. It doesn't make a difference. Some, it's your money, and somebody owes... And they haven't paid you in eight months. And when she says... You know, on the other hand, I, I, I you know, um, I may want to do business with this person in the future. At first, you're like, oh, my God, Lori, you know, how can you whatever? Yeah. Meanwhile, as a business owner, I'm like, I totally get it. I'd, yeah. I'd do business with the devil if he paid me enough money. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're all in business trying to make a living and a livelihood and all that legally. Um, so I get it when she says, yeah. like, I, 
it's incredible how, how, um, um, what the forgiving we can be, yeah. you know what I mean? When somebody owes you money. So, so having said that, so I, you know, Lori, um, first of all, I, you didn't say, I'd like to know the, the crucial question is why are they, why are they not paying? I'd like, I'd like to find that out. Usually, you know, like, I mean, are they just completely blowing you off? Are they, you know, are they bankrupt? You know, are they having a cash flow problem? Is the owner of the business sick or going through a thing? Is it, you know, I realize it's been eight months, but based on the explanation, could it potentially just be a temporary thing? I mean, were they in a... Could they have forgotten? Could they have forgotten? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or they, who knows? Could they have moved? I mean, I'd, I'd like to follow, I'd like to know why they haven't paid that that's that's number and the, one the thing that's a real red flag for me is they're not even responding to her email so it's not like yeah. they're writing and saying oh yeah yeah we'll get to it i mean that is they're totally blowing yeah, her off. that's the absolute worst so you've got to you know she goes like people you know they're not responding to me um you know you know to her emails so my next thing is okay have you called them direct or had your accountant call them if you don't feel like I would have a hard time calling this person direct because I got only knows what would come out of my mouth. <laughs> so I would want to have somebody. Who's You'd more... be reenacting that baseball bat scene. Yeah, yeah, the Godfather. yeah. I would want to. Right. I would want somebody with more diplomacy and professionalism than me. Uh, That's to true. Call. You're not very professional. No, I would be. I would lose up, lose the customer forever. So I, I'd want to find out the reason why. I would want to reach out um, and see what the story is because that might that might have an impact on your decision. Okay. Um, Having said that, um, you've got to, to determine whether or not it's even worth your time going forward. And I do this all the time. Um, you do have to look at the long-term value of this of this customer. I mean, if you're saying you'd like to do business with them in the future because you think there might be a shot of them generating fifty grand of business with you, you know what I mean? Then maybe the three thousand dollars is worth you know you know you know take, taking a hit on or something or doing something with if you really think there's a good shot at fifty thousand dollars. If you think it's out there. I think about this all the time. Like I'm like, you know, what this customer, I'm going to kill them. But you know, there there's potentially a lot more work that's out there, and uh, whatever. Meanwhile, if I look at the same customer, I'm like, I might never see another dime for these people. Or if I see anything, it might be another grand or whatever. That's when I'm like, yeah. I'm out. Forget you, just write it off. Yeah, just just write it off. I have, um, you know, and 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 you know what I also do? I sometimes I. Um, I have the urge to like call them up and have a fight with them. Do you know what I mean? Just to feel better emotionally. There's never, ever a happy ending to that scenario. <laughs> I mean, and you don't even feel good because I've done this. Yeah. You don't even feel good. <laughs> you look back on it years later and you're like, oh my God, I was such an idiot. You know, whatever. So you just You move don't on. feel better? You just move on. You don't feel better. You know, I mean, a very, very short term type of thing. So... Um, Would you ever turn this over to like a collections agency? So let's talk about collection attorneys, okay? Um, the answer is yes, I absolutely. You know, again, when somebody's getting a letter from a collection agency, it pretty much means you're never going to do business with them again. Yeah. So you've got to just, you know, you've got to expect So you're, there's two options here. One, she thinks she can get more out of bus business out of them again, and it's going to be worth writing off this $3,100. Yeah, yeah. So then what are her options? So the, other op so the other option is, again, find, you got to find out what the nature is. I mean, yeah. can this be worked out? Because you might, there's, there's always a story behind the story. So if you think there's a chance of working it out over time with a payment plan or whatever, um, you know, you, you want to do your best efforts to do something like that, depending on what the issue is. The third option is to walk away if these people are just not, you know, they're, they're not responding to you. They're being jerks. They're just, it's just a loss. You don't, get into a fight you just yeah. gotta you just kind of walk away the collection attorney though is is 
you know, you, that's sort of the walk away option as well. You know, there's been a couple times in my life I've handed things over to collection attorneys. And by the way, I'm happy to recommend some, you know, if people want to, I don't know if you want to put that in the show notes or not. Well, yeah, you can co- I've got leave a really a co- good leave a comment in the show notes. Yeah, long time collection from a user in Florida. But I, I forget what they take. They take something like 30 or 40% of the invoice. So, you know, Lori, I'm telling you now that, you know, that $3,000 invoice, you might only see, you know, you know $1,500. How often do they get grand. the money, though? They always get the money, right? They succeeded one out of two times. They send a lot really? of threats. See, what happens is the collection attorneys send a few threatening letters and a lot of times that scares people, you know. Um, they threaten to go into their credit history or their, you report them and all that. And that scares people as well. Yep. Um, but then the collection attorney, um, it depends on the deal that you negotiate. They may decide to go after them through like court. Um, if the receivable is big enough, the collection attorney might say, we'll do that as part of our fee. If it's not yeah. big enough, like only three grand, they might be like, we're happy to go after them, but we're going to need you to reimburse us for court fees in yeah. time. And then you might be like, it's just, it's not yeah, worth, not it, worth it. it, you know, at this time. I will say this much with the collections are the two times I used them and I was literally thinking of using them again recently, but we got it resolved. Um, the joy that you get <laughs> being copied on the letters that they send to this person. It's you know, worth it. It's really quite, it's quite pleasing. It really is. It's like really, you just, it makes you feel really nice. And they send it by certified mail. You know, people got to sign for it. You know, they get it. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh my God, this is great. So, <laughs> so that, if you walk away with any, any, any benefits from that relationship, yeah. that's what you would do. All right, we'll be right back with our word of brilliance. Another word of brilliance. Did you know that more than half of the small and mid-sized businesses that fall victim to a data breach close within six months? It's true. And it's not just big businesses that are targets for data breaches. Small businesses are actually more likely target because of their lower security. Luckily, Small Biz Ahead has you covered. Our new ebook, How to Safeguard Your Small Business from Data Breaches, will help explain all the ways you can help protect your company from data theft you'll learn about daily habits that could be exposing you to a breach, how to help protect company and customer data and credit card information, how to train your employees to help prevent breaches, and what to do if a breach happens. Go to smallbizahead.com and click the link in the show notes to download your free copy today. And we're back with Jean's Word of Brilliance. So Elizabeth, today's Word of Brilliance is exit. In 2018, according to um, Biz Buy Sell, B-I-Z-B-Y. We've mentioned them before. Uh, They do a quarterly analysis of business transactions. These are small businesses that are selling their businesses. It was the, uh, 2018 was the all-time highest year of small businesses selling themselves. Exiting out. Yep, that is correct. Wonder why. Well, let me tell you why. It was a really good year to sell your business if you're a small business owner. Um, for starters, uh, interest rates relatively low. So when people want to buy, they can buy and finance it at a pretty good thing. The stock market being as unstable as it's been back and forth, as much as it's gone up, has kind of freaked some people out. And they say, you know what, rather than give my money to, I don't know, you know, on the, on the markets, I'd rather have more control over it. So I, I'll buy a business with that. Um, number three, inflation is still relatively low, which means that if you want to take your money and try and get a better return on the investment, um, some individuals are just not, you know, what choices do they have, yeah. you know, and buying a business is a choice. And then there's demographics. I mean, you know, millennial generation continues to get older and then they get more experienced than they want to go out and get into the world of business. And what better way is there yeah. to get in the world than buy an existing business? And you've got an aging group of business owners. The average age of the U.S. business owner now is about 53 years old. Um, so That's a, not old. 
Uh, but the group's getting older and people want to retire and, you know, it's the whole baby boomer thing or whatever. So they're looking to get out, too. And all of that, you know, you know, combined with, you know, a fairly strong economy, um, you know, where people have that sort of excess cash and confidence and all of that. For most industries, some industries not, you know, not doing as well, but for most industries, it's turned into a year where there's been a lot of transactions. So I would say to you that if you're in an industry now that it's been growing, if you've been profitable, if you're getting older and looking to get out or whatever, um, right now the timing is good to sell your business. The issue that you have is whether or not you're ready to sell the business. Because my clients that were the most successful at selling their businesses began the process a good two to three years before they actually put their business up to sale. You know what I mean? They got their they got their documents together, they got their financials together, they upgraded their technology, they put, you know, they did a lot of steps, which that's a whole other conversation. Yep. So, which you should be doing anyway, by the way. Yeah. But they, they, they got their business in a good condition to sell um, and figured out what a good price that there is for it. But having said all that, if you if you think your business is in a good position to sell right now, um, it's a good time. More businesses are selling themselves now than ever before. So it's my word home. of brilliance is exit. Nice. I just want to remind all of our listeners that you can always submit a question and Jean will happily answer it on the podcast. You can submit the question by going to our website, smallbizahead.com, clicking on the podcast category. And then if you open up any episode in the show notes, we have a link where you can submit your question. And we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.